e Ifotes Podcast. Our session uh, is called uh, Nati per essere soli, Born to be alone, question mark. I would, uh, that reminded me of a song of the 80s, Born to be alive. So I think that, that is uh, why we are here, that, that is why you're so uh, present and participative. And um, what, uh, what I like to uh, share with you uh, is uh, the story and the work uh, of, a, uh, of a Jewish writer, Rian Eisler, uh, born in Vienna in 1931. She's 88 and she's still very, very active. Uh, and. Um, she founded, uh, she was founding member of the General Revolution Research Group and associated with many academies. And as a child, she had uh, to flee Nazi persecution. So her father was arrested and then all her family was destroyed and uh, her mother was able to save her and her father and they escaped to Cuba first uh, and now she lives in California. So from that terrible experience, she, um, you know, she, she uh, started to focus and to study uh, human nature uh, in all the different uh, areas and fields, uh, uh, the social field, the history, the prehistory, uh, sociology, as I said, and uh, biology. Um, and uh, so her work is really uh, interconnected. Her most uh, important and most famous book is The Chalice and the Blade, Our History, Our Future which was first published in 1987 uh, and uh, would still is considered today as a feminist text, but I think it's much more than that. Um, her, as you see from my title, which is uh, uh, narrating partnership, so partnership is a word that she uses uh, to describe a type of society that in her book she connects to the uh, society of the chalice, of the offering, of the caring for the other, of the sharing love, uh, and of the mutual uh, understanding and affection that, uh, you know, all of you uh, share here. Uh, so she focuses more, rather than focusing uh, on, on her isolation, on her personal crisis that she underwent when she was 40, she was an activist, uh, and you know, all her time went into helping others, and then she got, uh, of course, uh, a breakdown. And from there, she started taking time and, and writing and working on, uh, on her research that uh, uh, was, uh, first of all, uh, a healing for herself, and then brought an instrument, uh, especially in education, but also uh, you know, in the field uh, of uh, communication, uh, in hospitals, so in, in California, but not only there, uh, all over the world, her books, has been, her books have been translated in more than 25 languages, and there is a, a Chinese edition of The Chalice and the Blade. Um, so the two symbols, the chalice, as I said, the offering of life, and uh, according to her, even if, uh, of course, she's of Jewish origin, and she was a good Jew, as she says in her uh, uh, autobiography called The Gate. She was a refugee, and uh, when she found out what happened uh, to all uh, her relatives and friends, uh, and, uh, you know, the destruction, the terrible suffering, she stopped praying for a long time. So she had 
to uh, find her way back to a different type of spirituality that was uh, less possibly less connected to a specific uh, religion, but more open and, and uh, flexible to all different, uh, um, let's say, um, mystic uh, um, essence uh, of all religions, which is love, basically. This is what she says. So on one side, we have the chalice, as I said, which is uh, uh, a partnership, uh, a partnering um, way to relate uh, through a caring attitude. And on the other side, we have uh, uh, the blade, uh, an instrument to kill. Uh, and um, she defines, she connects uh, that to uh, our ancient uh, uh, Neolithic history. She, uh, she uses the works of Maria Gimbutas as a, a stepping point, a starting point for her work. So all the archaeological findings of ancient matrilinear, or, or as she calls them, Gilanic societies, she thinks that we need to revise our language. Gilani is a term that she uses, uh, Guine and Andros, uh, connected female and male, connected by Liane. So male and female is the first uh, relationship uh, and uh, the first partnering that we can find. So um, Eisler aims at promoting a, a peaceful and uh, uh, equalitarian society uh, again, uh, a neologism, she, she wants to transform her language, uh, uh, the language of her talk. So, because we, you use uh, language so much, uh, we tend to transmit cultural stereotypes, especially gender stereotypes, racial stereotypes, uh, uh, unknowingly when, when we speak, when we react, uh, when we meet others. So, we need, first of all, to be aware of language, of, of how language uh, influences uh, not only uh, what we say, but what we think, and, and the way then we transmit and relate to others. So um, the, the basic of uh, her partnership or Gelanic society is uh, based uh, on linking, on connecting, on finding ways uh, of encountering each other, of uh, sharing our human destiny in this very small planet Earth. Um, and uh, what, what struck me when I first read her book uh, was uh, that uh, it gave a different perspective to our history. And in fact, the subtitle of the, her original book is uh, Our History and Our Prehistory and Our Future. So she says, well, we have had different types of approaches to reality and uh, to uh, you know, our relationship. Uh, we can still have these different approaches. And she says um, about uh, the conventional perspectives, uh, and being a Jew, she focuses on that. Uh, she says, uh, from a conventional perspective, Hitler's Germany, Khomeini's Iran, the Japan of Samurai, the Aztec of Mesoamerica are radically different societies of different races, ethnic origins, uh, technological development, and geographical location. But from her perspective of what she calls the cultural transformation theory, so this interaction between a partnership society uh, and a dominator society, the, a society 
which focuses on the community, on being together and sharing our work for a common purpose. And that common purpose is the good of humanity. And a dominator society, and the symbol of that is either the ladder, the hierarchy, the pyramid, where you have usually a male god on top and then everybody down uh, at the base of the pyramid. And so it is very difficult to rise in the ladder. So these two different perspectives uh, also gave rise, uh, give rise to different types of relationships. Um, so she goes on. Uh, from a new perspective of, of the cultural transformation theory, which identifies the social configurations uh, of rigidly male-dominated societies, usually male-dominated societies, we, we see striking similarities. All these otherwise widely divergent societies are not only rigidly male-dominant, but also have a generally hierarchical and authoritarian social structure and a high degree of ingrained violence, violence which is often exalted as an act of heroism. Uh, she says, for example, in, in the art of Crete, which, which is an example of how a partnership society um, worked, uh, you know, uh, we do not have art exalting violence. We do not have the Roman hero killing with a blade the enemy or raping the women of the enemy. So it's two different cultural lenses that often interact in the more advanced moving, movements of our society, uh, you know, against racism, feminism, uh, the uh, rise of democracy. Uh, these values of partnership, of sharing, of common values, of com uh, common humanity um, became stronger, and then we have moments of drawback, like we're living today, unfortunately. Um, so she, um, um, history is a, a keystone for her, uh, because uh, Mm, she says, well, we, we have been trained to think that, uh, you know, our societies from the... She always uses the cave cartoon, uh, where you have a man uh, dragging a woman uh, from her hair and uh, holding a club in his uh, hand, uh, and that is how society has always been. Well, there's much more to, to society, and that is not a correct picture about our society. Uh, prehistorical neolithical times. Uh, women had a great uh, importance in uh, creating uh, agriculture, first of all, in creating the first uh, artistic uh, uh, tools, uh, which were also had also a touch of art in it. So uh, we need uh, to uh, take back to our, uh, our lives uh, those values of sharing. And she says, you know, we stereotypically link uh, uh, the male dominator values to men and uh, caring partnership values to women. These are human features and they are characterized by what approach our society teaches us from a very early age. Uh, as a child, uh, you know, if you're a, a young, uh, very active girl, uh, it is uh, quite easy for you to be told, don't be a tomboy. If you are a very sensitive young boy uh, who uh, is moved, uh, uh, well, they tell you, don't be a sissy. 
Okay, so these are cultural stereotypes that we uh, digest at a very, very early age. And that uh, conditioned us, uh, conditioned the way we relate to people very, very strongly. And uh, um, so in our relationships, uh, they, uh, they condition us. And, and I'm sure that, uh, uh, you know, um, um, our colleague here was speaking about our solitude. Um, yes, uh, uh, but I don't think we, we are, you know, it depends on the point of view. From, uh, the, from quantum physics, uh, if you read Fritjof Capra's uh, work on quantum physics, a very interesting work called The Web of Life. Well, we are all connected. We are all threads, uh, interconnected threads uh, in the web of life. So, uh, of course, if there is um, you know, uh, a world economic crisis, we all feel uh, de depressed about that. Uh, because uh, um, maybe it doesn't touch us directly, or it does, uh, but it touches society in general, so we share that feeling. Uh, we need to have a different perspective in order to transform that. Um, so, of course, uh, Eisler uh, sees when this shift from what she calls a partnership society happened, and that was possibly in, in, uh, in Greece, and she speaks uh, very interesting, interestingly of uh, uh, the, the uh, tragedy of the Oresteia and how there, uh, killing, uh, the, the mother has no connection uh, with uh, her son, so if the son kills the mother, well, uh, that is not uh, a murder. Uh, so we need to change uh, our uh, epistemological and methodological background. Um, our human behavior is not set, preset genetically. Uh, our, our, our genes uh, are very much influenced by our cultural ideas, by the way we face things. Uh, so they are the result of a multifaceted interaction between uh, our biology, of course, between our climate, between uh, uh, geography, uh, politics, economy, etc., but also the social cultural dynamics uh, uh, we live in. And uh, how we can uh, either um, transform uh, or uh, uh, simply adjust to those cultural dynamics. And, uh, you know, we, we as human beings uh, have that resilience uh, to resist uh, the cultural stereotype uh, and to bring uh, our energy, our love, our passion to transform that. And uh, you all do that in, in your, uh, you know, dedicated work uh, in listening. Uh, I think listening to somebody else uh, really requires uh, a very uh, deep, um, spiritual state, a state uh, that may be disturbed, of course, uh, uh, by, you know, all the troubles of, of your own lives, but at the same time, uh, this listening, this deep listening can be um, an instrument of personal growth for yourself. So, um, it is, uh, uh, you're not only giving in that uh, listening relationship, you're also receiving uh, you're giving your uh, warm, uh, heartfelt listening, maybe you're giving your uh, warm words uh, and uh, 
and, and at the same time, you're receiving a different focus possibly in your life. So communication, we, we, this is very important. We, uh, we can focus on different aspects of our life. We can shift our focus. We can tell our minds uh, uh, that uh, its beliefs uh, have been, uh, in a sense, battered into it, uh, and that uh, we can choose to change uh, certain cultural stereotypes, certain beliefs. Uh, we can choose to focus our attention elsewhere. Um, of course, our, especially our Western uh, superstructures uh, uh, are you know, heavy on ourselves. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, so we, we tend to uh, ignore or to uh, focus more on the aspect of suffering rather than on the aspect of joy, of, uh, of sharing, of beauty, uh, you know, that uh, uh, is present in our lives. So if we focus uh, basically on war, on violence, on conflicts, uh, uh, it is difficult to think peace, uh, to think peacefully. Uh, the, the, the great uh, uh, Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh, uh, who experienced uh, war in Vietnam as a young monk and who escaped uh, uh, and uh, now lives in France, and he's still very, very active, um, he says, well, peace is uh, at every step. So I think this is a very interesting way of approaching also what you do, um, because you, you sometimes are, uh, you know, over, overwhelmed uh, with other people's suffering, uh, and you need to remind yourself, and uh, a very um, interesting instrument to focus on yourself is your breath. If any of you has done any re relaxation or meditation technique, well, if you focus on your breath, uh, and Thich Nhat Hanh also tells us, uh, Peace is in every breath. Uh, I breathe in peace and I breathe out a smile. That's another saying. So if you sort of um, keep these uh, mantras, as the Hindu tradition calls them, so these uh, mental instruments, a mantra is the instrument for the mind. Uh, at the back of your mind, while you listen, uh, and while you then listen to yourself speak and, and uh, you know, uh, support whoever you have on the phone, that will be very helpful. You will find more easily the appropriate words uh, to, uh, uh, you know, to uplift the soul of the other person. Come on, good time. Yes, okay. So, um, well, there's a lot uh, that I can tell you about Eisler, of course. Uh, she's, uh, she um, is a very interesting author, and uh, you can look her up uh, in the web. And uh, there are many books of hers, like uh, The Real Wealth of Nations, for example, where she uh, focuses on how uh, um, we calculate our gross internal product uh, in the wrong way, because we do not take care, take into account of your work, you know, of the, uh, the work of, of all those who offer their competence, uh, their patience, their listening to the world. And she says, well, uh, we, we, we pay our car mechanics $100 per hour, but we pay uh, our babysitter $10 per hour. And we want our mechanic to be very well qualified. We don't 
we don't look into the qualification of our babysitting, uh, babysitter. So we, we need to shift our perspective. Um, I want to conclude uh, with a quotation, uh, a quotation from another very interesting book by two feminist workers. Uh, uh, the book is out of print, unfortunately, but you can still find it. Uh, they are Monica's Jaw and Barbara Moore, and uh, it's called The Great Cosmic Mother, Rediscovering the Religion of uh, the Earth. Um, and um, the book shows how all beings are interconnected in the web of life, as I was mentioning before, Fritz of Capra, so we're all interconnected. Um, and we need to uplift ourselves uh, so that we can uplift also others. And they say um, about the connection that we have with the, with, uh, the planet uh, Gaia, with us, uh, amongst ourselves, with nature, uh, with all that lives uh, and uh, is also considered as uh, uh, non-sentient life, but uh, still, you know, stones, uh, trees, uh, water, the elements. Um, we must remember the chemical connections between our cells and the stars. You know that many native traditions say that we descend, we come from the stars. Between the beginning and now, we must remember and reactivate the primal consciousness of oneness between all living things. We must return to that time in our genetic memory in our dreams, when we were one species born to live together on Earth as her magic children. These are things human beings have known for most of our time on Earth. For at least half a million years of human time, we have known them. For about five billion years of Earth time, we have known them. For a good 13 billion years of galactic time, we have known them, and no doubt longer than that. Set against uh, this long galactic, terrestrial, and human time of knowing our oneness. The past 4,000 years of patriarchy's uh, institutional and doctrinal denial of our oneness, once we see it from what it was, will appear a mere aberration, just a brief forgetting. Thank you.